episode 146, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., issue number two, and Howling Commandos of S.H.I.E.L.D., issue number five, a comics episode. Welcome to Level 7, a podcast about Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's a magical place. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Welcome to Level 7. I'm your host, or one of, I should say, your hosts, Ben, Ben Avery, and I'm here to talk about some comics. And my friend, are you there? I am, I am for... Agent, you know, woo, Agent what a, Daniel. What an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. we saw tonight. <laughs> you ready for some, some comic talk? Yeah, I mean, I'm just so... I mean, do we really want to talk to about comics after that episode just dropped? Woo! Colson, it was tight. Yeah, no, that's not what we're here to talk about. Because this is not Tuesday that we are ah, recording this. Time travel. Yeah, this is us sitting down sometime before Tuesday talking about some comics because we have time to do that and we have comics to talk about. Unfortunately, when we have episodes to talk about, like the next episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., don't have as same amount of time, but we'll get then to I it. We'll get there. Problems. We'll get there. 83 of them are lacrosse. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll we'll figure it out as we and, go along. And you've got seven problems, and two of them, I believe, are something else that aren't lacrosse. Uh, eight problems, and none of them are lacrosse. I'm just saying, not totally my fault that we're not, you're not listening right now to an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode. Totally not all my fault. Yeah, I don't know why you're bringing this up, though, because this is actually probably going to drop on Monday. Oh. Yeah, that was my plan, so that people wouldn't think that it was our episode about the episode. So no bait and switch. No, no bait and switch. Um, Really, that was illegal, as we learned in school. No, so so what's happening right now, Daniel, is you're you're hanging the lampshade on on us, and and it's not the good cool lampshade that you wear at a party. Where is it ever really cool when somebody wears that to a party? I uh, that's what I've been told all my life, and if someone tells me it's cool, I just take them at face I, value. I think you've relied too much on comic strips like Andy Cap to define your life. I'm just saying, if I'm told it's cool. You know, then it must be. Hey, someone must know. That's why they're saying it. You know what I think we should do? What? Let's have an intelligence report and talk about things that may or may not be cool. Oh, you you want to do it here now? Yeah, drop a sounder, buddy. Okay. Uh, that's this one. No, that's that's Agent Carter. Oh man, I that's missed that sad. sound. My hands twisted. So that's sad. You know what? Just for old time's sake, let's do the the Agent Carter. Sounder. How's that sound? To twist one more time is yeah. to live, Ben. Just, to live. Just for one one more episode. SSR Intelligence Report. That was ben, nice. That was you nice. You had me check on something real quick. What did I have you check on? Uh, what's going on with Howling Commandos of Shield? 
Sounds like it's canceled after issue six. Yeah. Now, we haven't seen anything that says canceled, but... um, That's why I say it sounds like instead of sounds exactly. (laughs) So moments ago, I went out to DCBS service, the discount comic book service, where I buy all of my comics and where we noticed last month no Howling Commandos of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I checked this month and bit. I found an entry for Howling Commandos of S.H.I.E.L.D. Issue number six, right? Um, no, I found an entry that was for the trade because it's like two months. You order like two months in advance. Oh. Uh, yeah, so. So no seven. Well, we haven't seen seven yet be listed. And I, I've got more bad news, Ben. Okay. I was on Amazon the other day and I just put in Howling Commandos of S.H.I.E.L.D. for fun. And they had Howling Commandos of S.H.I.E.L.D. Whatever the name of the volume is going to be. But there was no like volume one. It was just the name of the volume. Yeah. Yeah. We, I think That's we might have t- talked about this, but I can't remember if it was on, on the microphone. <laughs> but someone posted links and stuff to a couple other series like that where would they call it stealth canceling? Yeah. They just end it. They don't announce a canceling. They just stop doing it. Come on, Marvel, tell us. Have you canceled Howling Commandos of Shield? I've got the I've got the poster of issue number one right here on my wall. It's not looking positive. Are you positive about that? I'm positive that it's not looking positive. <laughs> yeah. They have to do issue six because it ties into a crossover event. This was a surprise. Well, I was kind of surprised when I got to the end of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and saw this. Yeah. There's a crossover event that deals with Captain America and a place called Pleasant Hill. And we'll talk Isn't about it how well. Timed? What? Isn't it nicely timed? Yeah. Well, we'll talk about how well it actually fits into <laughs> this issue. But I was surprised to see this crossover event ad house ad here at the end of the issue and to see our little comic listed as a member yeah well and then uh howling commandos of of shield also had that same house ad apparently uh the next issue of howling commandos of shield issue number six that we'll be talking about next time is also a part of that crossover uh so howling commandos of shield has to go at least one more issue because they've they've tied it into that crossover that might have been their mistake. Well, it's quite possible that hey, it might get sales. It, well, it might, but I'm thinking, you know, they have to do that one last issue. They probably would have canceled if they didn't have to. But we're going to get a trade out of it. Man thing will rise again in a trade and it'll be something I'll own. I was going to say, uh, are we going to recommend that folks buy that? Next next month. Okay. We'll talk about it. There you go. Well, if you're, they're using Discount Comic Book Service, they need to be buying it now, Ben. What, the trade? Yeah. No, don't buy it from Discount Comic Book Service. Dude, 50% off. I'll buy from Amazon. but 50% off. But don't we have like a link? WelcomeLevel7.com slash Amazon. Dude. Like I'm that. not about the monies. If we don't have that, we need that. <laughs> I think we do, but it's... You say not we're not about the monies, monies, but, you know, we don't mind the monies. 
I don't I don't I, throw away the monies when someone offers me the monies. I'm all about not the monies. I'm all about the saving the monies. All right, Ben. All right. You got anything else? Uh, okay. I thought you were going to talk about some other news, but maybe we'll save that for well, our Agents of Shield episode. Is that what you're saying? More properly fit an Agents of Shield episode, or a Jessica and, Jones and episode? It sounds actually. to me like it's rumor. I don't know if it's rumor. Well, it sounds to me like it was rumored. Well, I guess we won't talk about the possibility until we'll, we'll talk about the possibility. I guess next episode, the possibility of Shang Chi possibly having audition for the Iron Fist Netflix series. And maybe how, in my opinion, this is a way that Marvel is getting ahead of the controversy. This is not them getting ahead of the controversy. This is them, if they already had it as part of their plan, realizing, oops, we can't keep it a secret and let it be a surprise anymore. We have to just go ahead and tell everyone that we're casting an actual character of Asian descent. So I, I feel like this is them reacting to the controversy. And if it is something they'd already planned, they aren't able to hold the surprise until they actually reveal it. And if it's something that they're adding in now because of the controversy, then, well, then that's, that's just business. That's just, that's just, that's Hollywood. But yeah, I'm excited. It's a cool character. Do you know there's an omnibus for that guy? Dude, it's way too expensive. 112 bucks on Amazon right now. I don't know about discount comic book service. I think it's about the same, to be honest. I mean, it's cover price, 125 bucks, and it has, what, 30 issues in it or something like that? Yeah, absolutely. It's now, usually something like this, Ben, you begin to break down the dollar to me per issue. Yeah, I would if I knew how many issues were in it. Let's see. I was just looking at it, and... I like omnibuses, but cover price, yeah, 112 bucks for what is it collecting? Where'd that go? I just had it. I hate it when this kind of thing happens. We got Steve Englehart, Jerry Conway, Doug Mensch, Len Wine, Roger Stern. Let's see, we have Marvel Special Editions 15 and 16, so that's two. Then there's 20 issues of Master of Kung Fu, so that's 22. And there's Giant Size Master of Kung Fu, one through four, so up to 26, 27. Yeah, about 30 issues, 28 issues. But some of those 29. are giant size, Ben. Well, those giant size stories aren't giant size. Well, I know, because there was reprints. Because there's also reprints in there. So it's a regular size story. But. You know, I did see that you know, a news story, Ben, that we maybe should talk about is that Marvel's bringing Timely back. Oh, Yeah. What's the details and, on that? Well, I saw that the other day. It looks like to me like they're putting out some of their all new, all different as uh, basically in many ways a giant size. Yeah. Um, it's a three dollar comic with three issues in it. So what? OK, it looks like they're doing. Uh, I'm grabbing it here. All I'm new, all different it. Avengers. Invincible, Invincible Iron, Iron Man, Man. All, new different, all new, all different Avengers, all new Inhumans, Carnage, Daredevil, Drax, Doctor Strange, Moon Girl, and Devil Dinosaur. Doctor Strange, new yeah. New Avengers, Scarlet Witch, Squadron, Squadron Supreme, Totally Awesome Hulk, Ultimates, Uncanny Inhumans, Venom, Space Knight, and White Warriors. 
Wow. Now, that's a deal right there. I mean, that's $1 per issue. I'm guessing that the paper quality won't be as high gloss, but there's a couple of those I would actually be very interested in picking up. Well, and, and I'll be honest, I've been reading all new, all different adventures. I don't think the first three issues finish an arc. Yeah, but they're not doing it to get you to you know, read the arc. They want to get you hooked, hooked in. Yeah, but I like to finish an arc, buddy. I'm oh, I understand that. But you read these, and if you like them, then you go out and buy the comics. This is actually a nice initiative for comic shops because you're buying half of an arc here. You're buying half of a graphic novel. And so you're not going to want to buy the graphic novel to finish the arc. You just want to buy those other three issues. So you go to your local comic shop and find those three issues. But Venom Space Knight, I was tempted by, but ended up not touching. It, Venom C- Space Knight seems like a comic for you. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, I was a little bit interested in, but not enough to actually purchase. But for $3? I would. Uh, Daredevil, actually, I was interested in. But again, not enough to purchase. Web I'm Warriors, I'm not either. sure about. Web Warriors is... Well. That, that is a Spider-Man basically coming out of the Spider-Verse. Okay. So it's multiple Spider-Folk. But, yeah. And I'm is... assuming that Doctor Strange is the Jason Aaron Doctor, Doctor Strange that everybody is all excited about. Yeah. Yeah, well, and Timely then used to be the name of the publisher that Marvel was, right? Yes. Yeah. And so this is kind of a nice throwback there by by calling it timely. But then these $3, three-issue reprints, if they continued this, this would be really good news. Truth. This would be really good news. What would be really cool is if they continued this with, you know, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and that kind of stuff that we're – we're into, we're enjoying, and we're you know, telling people, hey, read this. Here's an easy, cheap way to do it. Yeah, uh, Agent Coles is not in any of these, man. You know, they did this, actually. It wasn't three ninety nine or two ninety nine, but um, they did this with The Hedge Knight when it switched publishers the first time from Image to Devil's Due. And Devil's Due was like, dude... We got to. We're going to publish issues four through six, but we also want to reprint issues one through three, and they reprinted them all together. And so there's these half story issues by Devil's Due, where it's half of the Hedge Knight that you could get, and it was it was cool, it was fun, those were good days. Good was it times. timely? Well, it was timely for me. There you go. My book. <laughs> so. Yeah. Ben, I'm worried. What are you worried about? That I'm going to sound like a grumpy old man. Are you? We get to the mission report. Well, let's do it. For old time's sake, here's the old SSR mission report. SSR mission report. Get off my lawn. Well, we got two comics to talk about here, Daniel. Agents yeah. of S.H.I.E.L.D. number two. And, uh... Howling Commandos of S.H.I.E.L.D. issue number five, which kind of wraps up the story we've been in. 
Daniel, where do you want to start? Let's do Howlers, because let's be honest, the feature book really is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Get off my lawn! Okay. Well, who wants to do... You want to do this one or you want to do the other one? I'm not doing Howlers. Okay, I will do the uh, plot report for Howling Commandos of S.H.I.E.L.D. So Howling Commandos of S.H.I.E.L.D. is about the monster squad, basically, that works with uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. They're called Stake. S-T-A-K-E, which is one of those somebody really wanted their name to spell steak. But, Daniel, I'm just going to throw this out here right now. This is the end of an arc, the end of a mission. Uh, They're going up against the Sphinx, and there's other forces involved that may or may not be more powerful and more diabolical than the Sphinx actually is as he's trying to get this special mask in a museum. But my plot summary without spoilers is pretty simple. The team goes up against the bad guy. Everyone on the team gets their moment to shine doing what they do well. That means Dum Dum Dugan rebels a little bit against authority. That means the wolf thing he does his wolf thing, or she does, you know what I mean, man thing, grabs people, throws them around. They all get an opportunity to shine. Basically think the end of Fantastic Four, that first movie where they tried to make it work and it didn't work very well. But in this, it works nicely. They all go into the mission. They all help with the mission. And I'm not going to spoil it to say if they succeeded or not in their mission, but that's what happens. And then you also have the brother-sister thing with Nadine and Navid, her brother, who is a bad guy, and they are psychically connected. And so there's relationship stuff going on, and, and there's people getting validated for being part of the team. And there's a couple group shots where they all look nice for the camera. And that's that. There's also some funny stuff with Gun Monkey. Oh, yeah, Gun Monkey, the hero of this entire issue. Yeah. Well, along with a little guy named Man-Thing. I wouldn't call him the, the hero necessarily. But, yeah. Hey, how about that Sitwell? Yeah, well. Good moments. Good moments with Sitwell. We did. He has some character arc moments here where his character arc is to become Be more self-aware, less zombie-ish. Now, Ben, you, you said something about Hitmonkey. Mm-hmm. What if I could introduce you to Hitmonkey? Through his opening arc, in which he's hired to assassinate. Yes, sadly, he's an assassin. But he's hired to assassinate one of the world's most dangerous killers slash heartless killing machines. Would you be interested? No. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he totally debuted in Deadpool. Yeah, it's Deadpool. I'm I'm just not interested in, in trying Deadpool at all right now. You know what Captain America says, Ben? Deadpool is not for kids. For Ben. Yeah, that too. Or kids. That too. Mostly Ben. But, you know, I'm just going to say this, Daniel. I've said it before and I'll say it again. If something were to happen to take you away from me, you know, like you dying or something, I would read all of Deadpool in your honor. All of Deadpool ever. Wow. It's going to take you years. It would. It would, but you would not be forgotten. 
Ben, uh, I just need to warn you now. Sometimes I don't really pay attention when I walk in front of buses and trains. Well, I'm going to ask you to to pay more attention and also um, don't fake your death just to make it happen and then pop back up into my life like some sort of long lost soap opera twin and uh, and then say, see what you think. And then I'm like, you were right, but I wasn't going to read this unless you were dead. Now, see, it just wouldn't wouldn't work out nicely for me. So please don't well, ben- please don't fake fake a death. Howling Commandos of S.H.I.E.L.D. seemed like a lot of fighty-fighty. It was a lot of fighty-fighty, but with heart. There's conversation happening. There's, like I said, the brother-sister relationship where she's trying to save her brother from a terrible, terrible evil. And there's some goofiness with a monkey. You know what it doesn't have, though? What? A title. It doesn't? (laughs) Yet again. No, none of them did. (laughs) You're right. You're right. Yeah. What we do is call it issue five. Is it five? Can't remember. It's five. That's (sighs) funny. Uh, Overall, though, I mean, you know, if I was going to recommend the the arc, the story arc, I'd say, yeah, if you're hearing the characters that are involved and you're thinking to yourself, that's something you'd like, I'm here to tell you, you're probably going to like it. They did a good job using those characters. And I would just say, if you like Hitmonkey, you'll like this series. And if you like Dum Dum Dugan, you'll like this. But if you've never heard of Hitmonkey or Dum Dum Dugan, it's going to probably feel like a typical comic. I don't think it's going to feel like a typical comic. It's you going to feel like a, a horror superhero story, though. And And truthfully, there's not much to set it apart from anything other than the characters and the way that they're used. And their personalities. So I think if you don't know these characters, you could still enjoy it because of the personalities and the writing. I mean, it's good. I mean, who do we have here on our team? Uh, it's the Again. same people. It's Frank Barbary, Barb, Barbier, Brett, confidence, buddy. Brent Schoonover, Nick, <sighs> Nick Filardi, uh, Joe Caramanga Magna did the lettering. And... Yeah, Christina Harrington and Katie Kubert were editors. Dude, I'll I'll show you later how to do it with confidence. You you can. You can show me later. But for now, it's our same team. They do a, a really good job. And while it's not like changing my life or anything, it's still it was well worth the time to read it a couple times. And I will enjoy going back. And rereading the arc. So that's Howling Commandos of Shield for me. What do you think, Daniel? Do you like this I issue? Think it's fine. Fi- I think it's fine. Do you think it's fine or do you think it's fun? It's fine, fun. It's fine action. Does it cross over to fun for you? Uh, I, I think it's more in your zone than mine. Uh, it's absolutely, definitely more in my zone. I think it's zone. been been zoned. Hmm. I don't mind that phrase that you've turned. What can I say? I'm a master of the word and the wit, sir. Maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe I just went too far with that claim, sir. So this is not where you're going to be the old man telling people to get off your lawn. Nope. No. Nope. No. This is just where you kind of say, I'm I'm middle-aged and I'm, I'm, I'm chill about things. I'm totally chill. All right. 
Well, I guess we should move on to the next item on the agenda. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Number 2. Coulson Protocols. Episode 2. Dangerous Liaisons. Written by Mark Guggenheim and with art by Herman Peralta. Basically, what's going down here, kids? What's going on, agents? Can we slow down just one second? Do you remember us talking about this last time? Wait, wait, wait. Let's slow down for a second. Are you interrupting me because I interrupt you? That's what happened. Yes. Is this revenge? No, this is me saying, before we get into this issue, I'd like us to talk about how we were feeling about the first issue. Okay. okay. Do you remember how you felt about that first issue? I felt like I was getting ready to read an episode of Justice League. I thought like I was watching something on the CW. We felt like there was relationship stuff that felt weird, awkward. There was the whole thing about naming his car Lola and then finding out he almost married someone named Lola. And it's all going to be explained this issue, Ben. I just want to remember how we were feeling. And our boy doesn't romance a lady on a couch. I just remember leaving the issue thinking it's okay, but it doesn't feel right to me. Well, Ben, get off my lawn because this still doesn't feel right to me. Well, let's get on your lawn. And now tell me, what is this story about? Agent Coulson, after the throes of passion, briefs the team on Project Axiom. Project Axiom is, in fact, the protocols that the Department of Defense has created to neutralize, cough, cough, kill every major superhero that they can. These plans were all somehow coerced by master planner Philip Coulson. The team has determined that these Axiom protocols are now going to be used for profit as they are sold to the highest bidder. Therefore, S.H.I.E.L.D., along with Lola, the ex-fiancé girlfriend slash really, really bad person. And telepath. Yeah, and telepath. And Phil Coulson's life. Go off to different locations in the world, attempting to thwart this thief. One team, led by a girl, Mockingbird, heads off to North Korea with all the firepower to go to the place where the Axioms protocols are being held. An airplane flying over North Korea. That's not where the protocols are being held. Oh. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, the the location for where the auction is going to be? I think my version would have been more interesting. Well, you know, this is them finding out where are the Axiom protocols going to end up so they can get it back. And so they have to go to that plane over North Korea to hack into their computers because that is where the information about where yeah where the auction is taking place that's what's stored on that plane that's what they're getting meanwhile in paris agent colson wines and dines lola as he drives lola (laughs) yeah continue and does other things in an attempt to retrieve the Axiom Protocols. As it ends, the protocols are proven to be true, and everyone betrays everyone on this episode of Arrow. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. You want me to just start going through my uh, – you want the good? Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean Quake, – Quake asks the question that everybody's dying to ask. Yeah. And she's comfortable asking the question. And the so question good is? Good job. The question is? Well, I don't want to ruin it. Okay. All right. I mean, if everyone already wants it, ask, I guess. Okay. He, she, did you name your car after your ex-girlfriend? Yeah. And Colson claims that he does not name his car. And then he gives an explanation of what Lola means. Yeah. So there's the good. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I actually like this issue. Yeah. I, I like this one more than issue number one, even with the... There's a couple problems, and one being the bad guy is going to hold an auction for the quantum drive that holds the Coulson protocols on it. If they have to go and attack a plane to hack into its server... To find out where the auction is going to be. How does anyone else find out where the auction is going to be? Uber. I don't know, man. It... That, that was just kind of a, eh, whatever. But the teams are out there. You get to see members of the team working as a team. You get Deathlock and Mockingbird and Fitz in the field, right? You get you do. You, do. you do. You get Colson and Lola in the field together. Now May, she's not out in the field. She's driving the bus, so to speak. Uh you know, Simmons, she's been infected by something, and so she's not in the field right now. But the team's in the field, they're doing spy stuff. Quick gets a line. Yes. Yes, she does. Uh, I think the other thing that I would throw in there as a problem for me is the idea that the Coulson protocols are on a quantum drive. And you know what that means, Daniel? The information can't be copied. They can't copy the drive. There could only be one copy of this drive ever, which is fine and all, but couldn't you just look at this information and then sell it? You know keep it Ben I think you're just making my points for me there's problems I liked what I was seeing when the people were doing what they were doing but the reasons for them to do it were not really the greatest and the cover I don't know what to make of this cover it's Coulson well, okay there's one of my problems that I'm a hot mess about <laughs> it's Coulson kissing a silhouette of a woman that's made up of snakes that are taking the forms of a maze within her silhouette. Colson's fingers, by the way, I can handle are this so far. Forming seems, into the snakes. And there is a it's very James Bondish. There's a Hydra symbol on her shoulder. That's what I don't get. That's so, literally there just to sell, sell issues. Well, unless is this telling us Lola is working for Hydra? Well, whenever you see the word Hydra in the entire thing, we don't. 
Are they hanging? Is it Chekhov's Hydra logo? Hang in there. It could be. I mean, you talk about everyone betrays everyone. I assume you mean by everyone betrays everyone, you mean Lola? Well, she, 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 perhaps. But I don't know if you noticed this. We had a key member of our core TV team betraying another core member of their of the core TV team. At least seemingly. In this issue? Yeah. There's Ooh. a phone call made. Somebody shares some information about someone else. How um, I don't call that betrayal. No. I call that being concerned. When I read it, it sounded to me as if he's calling someone who's not Phil Coulson. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But uh, then the final page. This is where it just... You mean the one that tells us that the next issue is a part of standoff of... Uh, yeah, it's just like out of nowhere. Hill? Out of nowhere. It's how just... That's going to connect to this. <laughs> it's just out of, like... The person who's doing betraying that you were not talking about just is talking to somebody and saying, yeah, they need to know that S.H.I.E.L.D. is dangerous and they need to check out Pleasant Hill. Again, something that was not mentioned throughout this entire issue. It just comes out of nowhere. Get but off my that's, lawn. that's crossover stuff. That's the way it's been since the 80s, Daniel. Get off my lawn. No, this is not old man crotchety get off my lawn stuff. This has been going on since you were 12. I got a lawn. Yeah. Don't walk on it. This is the kind of thing that they have to do when they're going to do a crossover, and then they need to bring in a mention of it. But this you know what else? issue wasn't necessarily written with that in mind. until it, was. it looks funny. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I think so. But you know what? Get your copy of Hell and Commandos out real quick. I got an additional complaint for you. Okay. You've done letters. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I enjoy lettering comics. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Letters. We get lots and lots of letters. See, I know what it is. So what? what do you want me to look at? I'm looking for it. Some of the dark black caption boxes. One of these black caption boxes. Black. And I can't find boxes. it. But it looked funny and weird to me. Well, I'm, I'm I'm peeking through. I'm not seeing that. Maybe it's in the shield. Is it toward the end? Because there's black caption. Not no, not black caption boxes. There's black dialogue balloons. Maybe I am at the end drinking. with with uh, black and and then the white letters are inside. Yeah. Yeah, that's the very last page of that. Hmm. Maybe it's in Shield. Maybe it's, it is in Shield. It's that to I'm designate like. evil talking. There's some. E- there's some captions in one of these that just looks really ugly to me. Mm. Like it's runny. So, or maybe that was an Aquaman. <laughs> it all runs together. Sure. Well. Daniel, I, I did want to mention a, a nice another. Uh, I don't want to say it. Coulson looks funny. Well, the, that might be the the color choice, and by the color choice, I don't mean the actual colors. I mean the the style of coloring that they're doing. I've decided to blame the inker. Well, I don't think there is an inker. Ha! Huh, take that penciler. 
Yeah. This is colors directly onto pencils, and the colors have a muted color to them. Uh, actually, we did this on Oz Wonderland. It was to give it more of a realistic texture. And this reminds me of that a lot. But... Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not happy. I got a high standard when it comes to my Shield comic book. I'm not there yet. Yeah. You know, Shield 1 through 6 that we already had happen. And then they did the 7 through 12. And so we got the two trades out of that. Those I are miss, stellar I trades. I miss Bill Coulson team up. I yeah. miss it. Those are stellar trades. This, not as stellar. But I'm enjoying it enough. You know, believe it or not, I was listening to a little podcast called Comic Book Speaks, and one of their nominees for Comic of the Year was, in fact, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. This comic here? No, no, S.H.I.E.L.D. S.H.I.E.L.D. Shield itself, okay, yeah. Yeah, because they love Mark Wade. They think he's great. Walks on water, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're not, we're not, uh, we're not wild over these things this, this week, it sounds like. But I'm not. I'm not angry old man about it. Get off my lawn. I was closer to being an angry old man with last issue, but not not this time. Time will tell if it's going to get better from here. Good old Pleasant Hill. Yeah. So how are we going to cover that? Because that's 16 issues in like one and a half months. Yeah, I'm not reading 16 issues. <laughs> I'm, uh, let me rephrase this. I'm not paying for 16 issues. How about this? This is probably how we'll cover it. We will continue doing our regular episodes with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Check. And we will include Howling Commandos of S.H.I.E.L.D. with that. So Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. 3 and 4 are part of this Pleasant Hill thing. Howling Commandos 6 is part of this Pleasant Hill thing. And the collection for the Pleasant Hill thing is due to come out in July. So what do you say we revisit Pleasant Hill... In July. So we'll start out by saying, okay, we're reading this as if we're reading our series. Mm. September, Ben. September? Well, here's the problem. I'm not committing to buying it. But are you committing to be willing to read it? I am, but I got to get it from the library, and the library could have a delay. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. I'm just saying we'll read read through our series as we normally would, and we'll get interrupted by this crossover. And we're not going to be reading the other parts of the crossover. So how well will it stand up by itself? That's the question. And then eventually we'll read the crossover. Oh, I'll read that crossover. I just don't want to buy the crossover. I do not want to buy it. And that's why they do crossovers. To make you buy comics you don't want to buy. Because you don't want to miss out. But I'm going to stand up against the timely comics man and say no. No, not, not now, sir. No, no, no. Don't stand up against the timely comics, man. He's good. Stand up against the crossover comics, man. I'm going to stand up against the crossover, man, because I'm spending my money on comics from the 80s and collections. And I'm spending some of it on timely. I'm going to. I got Suicide Squad. I got Justice League International. I got to read those. And I got Star Wars and John Carter, Warlord of Mars. I got to get me some more. (sighs) And Man from Atlantis. Agent Anderson, I need my next essential collection. I need it. Uh, what else is... Oh, Shang-Chi. I want to read that now. Check that out and read it hard. Man, those omnibuses are huge and enormous and awesome. 
except for when they're not. Well, I think that's it then, Daniel. We don't have any it. feedback for our comic episodes usually. I think this is something that a lot of times gets skipped by by listeners because it's not part of the TV show. And that's okay. This is a more intimate setting where we're just sitting back talking comics. And those of you who are with us right now, you get to sit back with us as we're sipping our waters and whatever weird concoction Daniel's over there drinking. It's a combination of fruit punch, mint julep, and rum. And I'm drinking a combination of water, ice. I'm just saying, man, I, I lied about, well, all of that. Sounded impressive. Sounded like a weird concoction. I think it, I think it would taste really, really strange. Fruit and mint. And rum. Yeah. I'm not saying it'd be tasty. No, no. But no. weird. And. Yeah. You, you did well. You did well if, coming up with something weird on the spot. I'm just saying. Johnny on the spot. That's what we're going to call you, buddy. Okay. Works for me. Well, I think that's oh, it. Oh, man. What? <sighs> I'm totally, totally, totally gonna have to get, say something here in a minute, aren't I? I don't, I don't know. I am going to say thank you for listening. It's nice for us to, to talk comics. Nice for you to to join us. We appreciate that. And you know what? You know, it's it's nice to sit here on on your couch with you, in your car with you, going on that walk with you. We enjoy being with you. So thank you for listening. Did I vamp enough, Daniel, for you to find what you needed to find? I do. I do think so, Ben. I'm just glad we have these times to get together. Because as always, it reminds me that you whine like a little baby. Thanks for listening to Welcome to Level 7. You've heard us, now we'd love to hear from you. Go to welcometolevel7.com slash feedback where you can contact us through our website. You can also leave us a voicemail by calling one 55 level 7 You can also join the lively conversation going on at facebook.com slash welcometolevel7 or connect with us on Twitter where we're level7pod. And remember, the 7 is spelled out. Our theme music is The Light Fantastic by J.S. Earls, and you can find that at transplant.bandcamp.com. Welcome to Level 7 is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Learn how to podcast, get productive in your personal and professional life, theorize over TV shows, laugh with our clean comedy, delve into science fiction and philosophy, learn critical thinking from movie reviews, and more at noodle.mx. Once again, thanks for listening, and remember, welcome to Level 7. It's not just a podcast. It's a magical place. Hey, we didn't talk about what we're going to talk about for post-credit, but I do have something if you don't. I got nothing, so hit me with it, buddy. All right. It's not exciting or funny, but it's informational because I set things up on our website right now so that when you hover over podcasts on our menu, it gives you options to categorize podcasts. So if you go to welcome7.com slash comics, it brings you just the comic episodes. If you go to slash Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it's just the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episodes.
movies, just the movie episodes. Agent Carter, Daredevil, Jessica Jones. That's that's it. Get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs>